This podcast is brought to you by Prospect and Price Creative, WVU's student-run creative services agency. Hey folks, welcome back to the Final Survival Podcast. Today in the studio, we have Audrey Stephenson. Audrey is a master's in counseling student. She works with the Carruth Center, and she's here to talk a little bit about self-kindness. Welcome, Audrey. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah, great to be here. Definitely a topic that I'm very, very interested and passionate about. I think that a part of the reason is because it's so hard, especially during times of stress, to be kind to ourselves. But the research really shows that it's one of the most effective ways to decrease our levels of stress and be more effective in our lives. So to build on that sense of resilience. So just to back up a little bit and educate students on the stress response, we're really designed to way back when, thousands of years ago, when we were trying to run away from bears or things that were really quite dangerous to tap into that fight, flight, freeze response. Mm -hmm. um, that's something that I think a lot of people have heard. But it's something that we forget in our modern life that this is something that's a part of our biology, but isn't necessarily the most helpful thing when we're sitting down to take a test or write that paper. But we still feel that sense of threat. So just to understand that that is what that's what's at play mm -hmm. when um, when we're feeling stressed. Mm -hmm. So that part of our system that gets turned on is called the sympathetic nervous system, and it's what you might recognize it with increased heart rate and just feeling really really quite nervous in your body. The other side of our system that we've evolved to use in times of stress is the parasympathetic nervous system. So this is the part that calms us, but we really need to tap into it. <laughs> Often our moms or you know our caretakers were the ones that helped soothe us when we were little, but in our adult modern lives, we need to learn how to do that ourselves. So that's where self-kindness really comes in. But again, it's tough because that sympathetic nervous system, that fight, flight, freeze response is really strong for some reason. It's still there, just as though we're trying to run away from bears. So that's the kind of lead-in um, to self-kindness and mm -hmm. self-compassion. And there's a lot of research out right now that shows just how effective it can be to calm us and help us be more effective instead of just running away or feeling fear and kind of shutting down mm -hmm. during times of stress. Mm -hmm. Especially when you need your brain to be operating at peak capacity. Exactly. You don't want to be thinking about how close the bear is to you. And. Exactly. And the sympathetic nervous system literally shuts down the parts of our brains that help us with reasoning and being the most effective. Mm -hmm. It turns on the parts of our brains that help us to run away right, or right. kind of shut down. Mm -hmm. So by tapping into the parasympathetic nervous system, calming our bodies, then it sends a signal to the prefrontal cortex mm -hmm. or the part of our brain that will help us just with life's challenges. So how would you recommend that students tap into that parasympathetic? I know. It's... Is it, what is it, the system? Yes. It's, okay. How would you recommend that students tap into that yes. when they're experiencing stress? So this, this sort of soothing or self-kindness strategy, there are kind of different ways of breaking that down. One of the main researchers, Krista Neff, talks about three different steps, bringing a little bit of mindfulness to a situation, remembering common humanity, 
and then practicing a little bit of that self-kindness or how somebody would approach a friend. Mm -hmm. So that, okay. that's kind of the idea there. Mindfulness, really, the first step is just noticing. Often we get so wrapped up in the stress. Mm -hmm. But if you take a moment just to recognize, hmm. this is a moment of stress. Yeah. This is really hard right now. And just notice it, observe it, separate yourself. This is a moment in a series of many moments. Mm -hmm. And then that common humanity, just remembering challenge and stress is a part of life and everyone's going through it in their own way. And that can help kind of soothe people. I mean, it's sort of <laughs> a little bit, we don't want to think too much about people suffering, but it can help with that isolating factor often mm -hmm. when we're stressed or mm -hmm. we just feel really alone. So yeah. common humanity. And then self-kindness, just instead of going to that, what's wrong here, getting worried, what's wrong with me, mm -hmm. and thinking that self-criticism is really going to propel you into fixing the problem, why not think, well, what would a friend do in a, in a situation like this? Mm -hmm. Do they criticize you? Is that actually effective? Or is it is it a little bit, does it feel better to yeah. have somebody be kind and then encouraging? Mm -hmm. Like, I believe in you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, that's profound. I mean, what a better world this would be if we could if we could practice mindfulness, mm -hmm. understand our common humanity, and treat ourselves like friends. Wouldn't it? <laughs> this is why I'm so interested in this topic, and mm -hmm. it really is. It's quite a challenge for yeah. people. So yeah. I think my only kind of warning to students and to everybody is that, you know, this is a process, this is a practice, mm -hmm. and there are myths around this. You know, I think people really do think that criticism or being harsh on ourselves is going to help you fix mm -hmm. the problem or the threat. So bringing mindfulness to that as well, mm -hmm. being kind of that part of you that is maybe conditioned to mm -hmm. think that way and mm -hmm. Going towards that friend side, mm -hmm. See, seeing what it feels like. Okay. I think that's my encouragement. Good. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like it would be great if the students tapped into this parasympathetic system, not just when they're faced with the exam, sure. but before the exam even happens. Absolutely. Whatever we practice grows stronger. So, mm -hmm. yeah, getting into that habit, it, it's a wonderful thing. And it'll be easier when mm -hmm. you get to that, mm -hmm. that big exam. But it'll still be effective mm -hmm. during this crunch time. So doing what you can. I mean, getting creative, but some ideas are, you know, sitting down, writing in a journal, like as though you were channeling that friend mm -hmm. towards yourself, sitting down to meditate for a few minutes, bringing mindfulness, thinking about common humanity, mm -hmm. what's some kindness I can channel right now, and mm -hmm. or even just taking a bubble bath or going mm -hmm. on a walk, doing something that feels good mm -hmm. for you is, mm -hmm. is an act of self-kindness. Wonderful. Well, but, that's good. Well, I appreciate you coming in and mm -hmm. um, taking us across time and space. You're welcome. Thank you, Jeff. This podcast is a production of WVU Student Media.